You are now listening to Pull Hook Golf, an unfiltered golf podcast taking you inside the ropes with unfiltered stories, insights, analysis, and exclusive interviews. Welcome back, everybody, to Pull Hook Golf, the podcast. This is episode number 48, The People's Open. And man, today, there is no golf background to me. However, there is a golf background to me, which is the Swing Away Golf Studio in North Scottsdale. Man, is this place an absolute private gem of a location. Bring your boys, get over here. Ladies, bring your lady friends. Come on over, grab a membership. So it's a private facility. You end up getting a membership, and then you can book time to come over and use this golf simulator behind me. It is a full-swing golf simulator with the latest software. So we actually have TPC Scottsdale up, which is where you're going to be this week, Bobby. Yes. Are you ready yes. for that 16th hole? Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been through it so many times, it never ceases to amaze me, that's for sure. But I did hear through the grapevine today that they're not allowing uh, – canned beer or something oh on no because of yeah, sam Ryder's hole in one last sam, year sam Ryder's hole in one and i think Damn. he almost took a dome shot and our favorite golfer brian Harmon was in that group and i think he got almost taken out a couple times and brian's not happy in general anyways but i think that i think i heard that which makes sense because every time i see that replay i think about all those Think about everybody being so fucked up there and all those beer cans <laughs> flying and they don't even think about, fuck the players, don't take out a caddy, right? True, true. And then the, the cleanup. I mean, waste management yeah. really, really stepped up their level and really yeah. showed their class there. Just a little touch of class, yeah. you know, for the boys. Yeah. And that's where they cleaned everything up in no time whatsoever. A yeah. small yeah. delay. I mean, pace yeah. of play was still decent, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it gets stacked up on 15. Everybody, if you drive it in the fairway on 15, everybody goes at it in two. But um, uh, if it's funny, when you walk through that tunnel and there's it's there's another group on the tee, nobody goes out. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody just kind of posts up in that tunnel just because it's so much adrenaline that hits you so fast. And it didn't take me long to figure out a long time ago that whatever club the numbers say it is, it's usually one less than that. You know, a so if it's a perfect nine iron... Yeah, nobody really chips a club into there for obvious reasons. You just hit the ball goes a long way in there. Bad news for us though is caddies is they used to have a tent on the back of it standing behind us on the tee up there. So you could kind of like like this afternoon we played a late practice round and the wind was just kind of switching all over. So I didn't see that flag up there. So um if we if we get a consistent wind, it's not too bad. You know, if you get a wind that's kind of all over the place, it's kind of a it's kind of a guess a little bit on what it does in that swirly area. But I'm convinced a few years later that that whole dome, mini dome factor, the wind doesn't really doesn't touch it that much, you know, especially going out early and coming down late. So we'll see. I mean, I'm ready for it. It's built up pretty high. The other question yeah. I have for you, is that the sure. first and potentially only time you've felt like a rock star or celebrity or yes. professional athlete yes. coming out of that tunnel? Yes. Like, does the smoke yes. go like yeah. the, those smoke machines come out and Bobby no, Brown, do you start hearing Bobby oh. Brown, the R&B artist, well, and then you I've come out? Some, oh, well, I've heard some random Bobby Brown shit over on the <laughs> left from the, from, the, from the ASU guys, but it wasn't anything negative or anything like that. I think they researched when I was... Working for Dustin, I think they researched that I was dating his girlfriend's sister, and they had a nice you little laugh you. about that. And they, they've said some wonderful things about DJ in the past. Well, those are pretty accurate. Spoiler alert, though, spoiler alert when we get to the live section. I got something good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got so let me go over their lineup juicy. here. Juicy. So go to the lineup. I we're we're going to we're gonna do a little introduction. Um, obviously we've got little story time. We're going to catch up a little bit. It's kind of what yeah. we're doing right now yeah. off the cuff, but then we've got the okay. AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-AM recap that we're yeah. going to hit. We're going to dive into mm -hmm. the upcoming Waste Management Open, a.k.a. The People's Open. I think it, that's actually the best title for this tournament ever. It is. is. The People's yeah. Open. And then we've got the latest yeah. live golf news because I mean, we're going to spend a lot of time around the People's Open. I mean, this is the major amongst majors before all of the majors. Yeah. And I'm pretty goddamn excited about it, Bobby. I know you're excited yeah. about it. I mean, well, everybody is. The, actually, you know what just popped in my head? You just said what? something that the people call you something. Do they call you Big Dick Bob? 
Is that what it no. is? No, no, no. It's not like Big Dick don't, Rick. Don't come, don't confuse me for my younger brother Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary's the loaded one. I got it. Yeah, okay. back in the day when we used to party and everything like that, and he'd be popping out of the shower, and I'm like, "Well, you need a license for that or something?" Jesus, what are you going to do with that thing? Large women or small cattle only? I used to tell him. <laughs> How does that feel to be the brother that does that isn't loaded up like that? I mean, that's got to hurt a little bit, right? My. <laughs> Ever since Scott Piercy started feeding me those blue pills, my life is wonderful. <laughs> Do you get extra size there you with go, those Scott. blue pills, too? <laughs> Thanks for the tickets last week, Scott. We're even just gave <laughs> you, you a plug. <laughs> you don't have to answer my comment, either. Um, so, Bobby, how was your week at Pebble? <laughs> um, <laughs> Swift transition. Cold, cold, cold and windy. <laughs> Dude, what a shitty golf tournament it ended Depressing. up being. Do you know how, you know how I always... You know how I always go, oh, you get good ways and you get bad ways, but they all even out in the long run. I don't think this one's going to even out because we got we got a bad one, man. We got we popped some wind. We played at Spyglass. We played at Spyglass the first day. Obviously, you guys got missed, fucked. Missed that it. was did you yeah. see the oh stroke differential God. between Spyglass the first oh, round to fuck. the other two golf courses? Well, I, I, I officially saw the stats after the first day where we were thirty-five <laughs> or thirty-eight over par, and every and uh, Pebble was. One of them was 53 under par, and the other one was 51 under par. Yeah. But you know, the, the, the funny thing is, is we teed we teed off on the back, and we didn't catch any wind. So you've never been to Spyglass, but remember I was I telling you last week, Spy, Spyglass probably has the best opening five holes in golf. You tee you tee off a down and a big a big hooking uh, par five to start, and then you go right to the water, and you're right on the dunes. You're right on the dunes, ice plant, and everything like that, and it's super windy. But this wind, we were grinding, and I want to say we were even par when we got to number five T. And Matt, let me tell you something about the wind at Pebble Beach. When it comes, it doesn't give you any hints that it's coming. It gives you no hints whatsoever. Cause, and it showed up last week, and it showed up in a microclimate at about 30 miles an hour. And we played the fucking last... It's embarrassing to say. We played the last four holes in five over par. Yeah. And it was one of those train wrecks that, when, brother, when it gets off the rails, I don't care what caddy is on your bag, there is, there is nothing anybody there is nothing anybody can say. I'll tell you what. First thing on five is a great part. It's a great part three that was playing like 203 or something like that. We hit up the five iron because it's super duper cold. Air mailed the green. Got it up and down. Six, he drives it in the right rough. It's probably the best part, one of the best part fours on the peninsula. We got 220 jar to a back pin. It's kind of sitting in a hole. And we pulled out a two iron to, uh, to, we pulled out a two iron. Yeah, we pulled out a two iron, which would have been the perfect club. And I'm like, he pulls out three wood. And I'm like, oh my God, he's got fucking three wood. Where's he going with this? And I didn't say it like that, but I'm like, hey, where are you going with this? He goes, don't worry, Bob. I'm just going to cut the shit out of this thing 60 yards. And it came out a fucking scud missile rocket going straight for fucking north korea oh he must have been gutted god airmailed and everybody knows at spyglass like nine out of ten golf courses you can play from below the hole right but you can't can't play from above the hole but spyglass is time stand so we airmail that thing make a bogey but i do but i'm like okay it's no big deal we're one over par and then we get to seven which is a pretty hittable par five and you find you never catch that wind downwind 30 miles an hour downwind and a little bit off the right, which is a bit, which is anybody's paradise, right? So we got off the sea down from there, and I think we had five iron in, and there's there's water left. And it's so funny. I know he's played there 12 different times. I know he's played there 12 different times, but it's the back left pin, and I, it's almost like he fucking pulls it in the water, okay? That's what he did. He pulled it in the water and made another bogey. But I was walking all the way up to the green. I'm like, God, do I need to tell this guy that I just assume that he knows that you can get up and down all day long from the right route. That's actually where you're aiming. If you knock one on, you you knock one on. So I didn't say that. Of course, I didn't say that. Uh-huh. I, of course, I didn't, need, I didn't need to say that because Come he's on, been uh-huh. out there for 12 years and felt like a fucking yes man for an hour and a half out there. And that is a horrible feeling. <laughs> Number That's 80 strikes good. it down the middle. We got a buck sixty-three on the back pin, and it's hurling thirty. It's hurling hurling thirty in, and he's adding his ten percent. So sixty-three is now seventy-nine to him because of the coldness. You add the wind, and he's coming up to a two hundred five or two ten. And I'm like, oh my god! And I'm like, five iron feels like oh, Will McGirt. We played we we played with him, and he had a five iron out too, and it's a little bit of an upslope, right? So it's going to get Willie McGirt, Dirt McGirt, (laughs) and. uh, 
old Dermagurk fat chunks one about 30 yards short. So we can't get a beat on oh that. God, so I, I even, love that. I know. I know. <laughs> Way to be a team player. And he's playing with that Alfonso Rivera. You know, Alfon- Alfonso Rivera, he's the Carlton dance guy from. Oh, I thought he was just like, Carlton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, oh, that yeah. is Carlton. Yeah, yeah. 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 Super you're, you're nice guy. Super like, nice guy. Yeah, that name is yeah. Carlton from in, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Away. Is that how he did it or something like that? Just so anyways. <laughs> So he pulls, he pulls out, I don't even know why I went there. He pulls out a five iron. I'm like, man, this, he goes, what do you think? I go, God, this feels like a lot of club. You know, I'm like, I think you could just hit a six. He's like, no, a six is going to get up in the air. Fucking scud missile right through it, over the back, in a hole, um, double bogey, nine, pipes it yeah, down the middle. Three, three, I, shut up, man. Don't ever <laughs> say that again. Three iron, usually hit eight iron, seven and eight iron into nine at Spyglass, right? Three yeah. iron lands well, in iron over the back. Oh, yeah. yeah, over the back bogey, and that was all she fucking wrote in an hour and fifteen minutes. That was all she. That was all she wrote, and all. I, and, and I'm driving home. You know, he drove me. He he was he drove me back every single night. You know, and it was just like I don't want to say it's an uncomfortable ride back when with your pro when something like that happens. Was but it it's quiet? Unco- Not really, because he just lets it go. But I didn't let it go. I can't let it go because I'm like, and I just told him, I go, hey, listen, the deal on that five iron. You know, the deal on that five iron is, and I told him, I go, I don't think when you're chipping a club in, man, at a mid-flight club, that you can add 10% for cold. I just don't think you can do it, especially a low-spin guy, right? Because we just found out the hard way that it just penetrates through. So we made a plan that when we got to MPCC the next day that, you know, that when it started blowing, which which it did later in the day, when it starts blowing, that we were going to whack the 10%. So fucking five over, Hank, you know, tee off at 10-something a.m., the second or third to last group, just got the worst of the worst. I was looking on my phone. There was no scoreboards out. They, they, they knew this wind was coming. And I'm not, I'm not, the setups weren't great for us with this wind. They played it kind of tough for us. But there's no leaderboards out there. I didn't know what anybody was doing. But I, I was taking some peeks at my phone. I mean, I knew Levy Oda and some other guys were in early that went off first off at 8-under. We're playing either MPCC or Pebble. So, But you wake up the next morning like we always do, Matt. And you think, oh, is today going to be the day? And we got off to a rocky start at an MPCC. And uh, we were two over right off the bat, but he never bitched and complained. And then here comes the wind button. And all of a sudden, you know, the last three holes he plays in two under and he starts looking like he starts looking like Troy Merrick. Can I add a little side note? Because I yeah, know the green so good. I and I really know. Notes. I really know the greens. It's good at Spyglass as I do at, at Pebble, if not a little bit more, because that was my home course where I reported when I was a caddy there. Very right? small greens, pin- Bobby. Not a lot to read. No, there's not a lot to read. And it's so funny. We teed off on 10 and he went up there to like, you know, like 12 feet. And I am like looking at this putt six, six different ways because I think he's just going to immediately pick up the juju from last year when we had a chance to win, right? And start calling me in and asking me. And I knew this putt he had, guys over, over read it, miss it on the high side. I've been seeing it for 15 years. And, you know, it's a ball out right putt and he gets it a cup out. And I did that like four times. He never fucking called me in. So I was almost like, a little butt hurt over a lot that of guys hole. overread that putt, Bobby. A lot of guys know. overread that putt. I don't, but I got that out of my system. So we played, so so we got to go play Pebble and we're five over, right? And we're first group off on 10 at Pebble. And anything can happen on Pebble when you we, you saw what Denny McCarthy did. What what, what usually oh, happens Denny is good fucking great. I, I, turned out, I bet he wishes that round never stopped. Yeah, no shit. I know. He so anyways, you never you never give up hope and we made a couple quick birdies at Pebble before the wind started and actually fought it all the way back to two over and we knew the wind was coming and we knew the cut was gonna be one under or even or possibly even go to even and we still had about four or five holes left. I think we were on the par par four number four at, at two over. And he and it now it starts blowing 40 and it's in out of the right. I know this is a lot of technical shit, but he hits a nice little wedge up there to like 20 feet, runs it by six feet into the wind, thinking the wind's going to hold it up. And he never had a chance making that you know, a six foot downhiller with 30 mile an hour wind behind you. So you make a bogey. Then he hits a sick two iron for like 200 yards to like 12 feet on five. And he does not make that. He's 36. And then we got to the famous seventh, Matt. You know the famous seventh? It's playing I, all the I sure fucking do there, Bobby. Most famous golf yards. Yes, 103 yards down the hill, pumping 35 miles an hour in off the right. No. <laughs> I was. You were close. <laughs> we're the guinea pig. You know what a guinea pig is, Matt? When you're oh, you were the golf? first one to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you about my history being a guinea pig. I will tell you one thing. 
My players are never long when I'm a guinea pig. They're always short for some reason because I am Sammy Safety. He goes, what do you like? I'm between seven and eight. I go back foot, drop it on the ground, back foot, back foot and eight iron, keep it left to the flag. We'll keep our fingers crossed. And uh, he puts a T in the ground. So, Oh, he didn't listen <laughs> so, to you from fucking step and he, well, one. Listen to me. Step now, one, like, I'm Troy. super coach. He puts a T in the ground, number one. It doesn't go anywhere near his back foot, number two. Gets up in the air, plugs in the right front bunker. And it's so funny. We, we were it, Obviously, we were missing the cut, and so was Dirt McGirt. And his caddy, this guy we call named uh, Bambi, who's a little bit of an older caddy, but he's got really kind of a sassy personality like me. And he's giving me shit the whole time when Troy's over. He's like, eight iron? We're going to hit six. And I'm like, oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. Well, they got I called it five. Yeah, they hit their six. They chipped their six iron into the ocean. It's swimming around there in the Pacific somewhere. It should be landing on Carmel Beach right now. So fuck you, Bambi. Yeah, take that, Bambi. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, the, and of course, the famous eighth hole, Jack Nicklaus's favorite goal, hole in golf. He says, if you ever had to play one hole again with a freshly refurbished, but slightly flattened green, we birdied that one, and then the horn blew, and we had to come back the next morning. How classy is Troy Merritt? He knows his amateur is going to come back, and he comes back to play one hole, and it hailed on us for one hole. The I'm whole not going to lie, Bobby. I saw what? everything that you're talking about. I was paying attention to the PGA Good. Tour rap, and mm-hmm. I saw that you guys ended one hole short. Hole to go. And I'm going... One hole to go. Poor fucking Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> This is miserable. What a terrible week. And then, you know, I can't say that I can relate. However, I can relate because Mountain Shadows got a little windy the other day. And guess what? Your boy fucking lost it out there. I was tossing clubs. I was yelling, fuck you to the golf ball. It was pin position four. Pin position four is like a goddamn devil pin position out there at the sheds. These fucking holes are put on goddamn slopes. Fucking Pablo out there has no goddamn idea what he's putting these holes on. They are slope. They are like on 12 degree slopes out there. It is unfair. That ball is fucking flying everywhere. Anyways, that's I'm, my rant. I am, I am <laughs> laughing because you said pin position four. It was. It's a goddamn worst zone out there. And then they put him in all these goddamn spots. I'm not ripping on the grounds crew. I have no idea if there's a guy named Pablo out there. I'm just saying that Pablo, if you're out there listening to this, goddamn it, put it on a flat surface. I'm sick and tired yeah. of missing a goddamn pup by three inches, having it roll down about fucking 40 feet away. I don't want it. I don't like it. It's not me. I got. I was very pissy that day. I was a little moody bitch. Alyssa, my fiance, would call me a bitch's bitch out there, and I for sure fucking was. I went through four stages of grief out there, Bobby. I went from being pissed off to then I hate everyone on the planet, and then I went into the third stage, which was just pure depression. I was banging my head on stuff, and then the fourth one was, I want to go home, Mommy. Please take me home. So, okay, can I that tell you that our, we had a lot in common last week? Because <laughs> I wanted my mommy too. <laughs> but I will tell you this: when I, I will tell you this, when when even I found myself at, at Pebble the last day, just because I love it so much, and I was not, I wasn't in a horrible mood. I was bummed because it, it almost feels like some, like this year we kind of put all of our eggs in one basket because historically we, you know. Golf lights out there at Pebble. And, I mean, it was the fifth from, major uh, for you. Yeah. Or the first before I did, the majors. I, you know, I found myself sightseeing out there sometimes in between shots because it moves so slow with those amateurs and the weather and the wind and everything. And I'm like, man, this ain't so bad because we had some good weather where the sun was really out. It was one of those chamber of commerce days other than it was freezing cold. But, you know, there's so many microclimates up there. You know what the unique thing about there is, was, is when they stopped play at Pebble for us, was that you could still play at Pebble. It wasn't that bad, but you get around that peninsula over towards Monterey Bay, and those mm. two golf courses, MPCC and Spyglass Hill, take it totally different. I mean, I've been fogged out completely at, Sp- at Pebble Beach before, and, and they're not fogged out at Spyglass, and they have to keep everything fair. They have to they have to stop play at all three courses. You know, you can't keep marching in at those tee times out of whack, and it's not fair to everybody else. So, Am I wrong song, with saying what? that Spyglass that first day? So Brutal. you said you said the two under par scores of I think you said yeah. fifty five and fifty one at yeah. Pebble and then Monterey. Yeah, wasn't yeah. Spyglass plus thirty five? Thirty five over. Yeah, yeah. thirty five yeah. over. And I mean, wasn't talk about a genius. bad draw on that one. 
wasn't I, wasn't I the genius last week that said, remember when we were talking on Tuesday, I'm like, God, I usually have guys, I don't think spies as hard as it used to be because they, it's not as tree. It used to be super congested with trees, but they have this, they call it a bark. This is a unique story. They call it a bark. There's a bark beetle up there that eats all the bark off these trees and these trees catch this disease called pitch canker disease, Matt. So they're falling down left and right. Oh, look at you dropping some ones. fucking science knowledge what? on me. Right, I only went to science. high school. Oh, God, there's hope hell. for my kids. Right. So sure is. I, so, but it was, it, so when we were grinding out there, even par through 11 or 12 holes, I'm like, God, we're actually playing pretty fucking good. You know, we're not really getting any putts to go or anything. We're just hanging, you know, the greens were so firm. And when you get those greens that are firm downwind and, and you're not hitting the middle of the club base and putting some kind of shit on it, you know, you're going to have problems. And we had problems. But I'm going to tell you who didn't have problems. Justin Rose showed up. Four years later, 18 under par. Bobby, you were shitting on him like three podcast episodes ago. Man, I shit on everybody. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. If you start to think about it, the golf gods are really starting to reward your bitterness towards certain players. So I I am bitter. you just got to get bitter against the right people that you want to see win and just pretend like you don't want them to do well anymore. You want to know what I found out last week that I didn't know about Justin Rose? And he's been slowly but surely coming on form a little bit. Ooh, he me. went to work recently with, with Mark Blackburn, Max Homa's guy. I did. So they, they brought that up in the broadcast. And right? I was actually surprised, too, because he was a big, wasn't he a big Sean Foley, Foley guy? Yeah. yeah, big Foley dude. Forever, forever he was yep. a big Foley dude. So he followed Max Homa because Max Homa just has that wow. swag. He's got that North Scottsdale swag. Just like he don't, I'm a he, pimp. He not. He lives in North Scottsdale. He wasn't raised there. He's SoCal through and through. Oh, don't God. you ever? You always got to bring up the SoCal, the Kelly like Soft. Angle, <laughs> he wasn't good until he started living in North Scottsdale. <laughs> All right, you're right. He was just average when he was in California. You got it. Okay, let's go back there. Let's go to the Bobby B leaderboard right now. Rosie okay. eighteen under or eighteen under shoot sixty five on Sunday. Looked in complete control uh, of his golf game. He was. He, you know, after he hit that sick bunker shot on six from down below there, where you got to go up the cliff to about six feet, made eagle. You kind of, you kind of knew he was going to be in control of this situation. And the guy's got what ten or twelve wins under his belt, majors, big time tournaments, Ryder Cup pressure. He's been through it all before, so I, I'm sure he's got a little tweaky and a little nervous there. But he, his attention to detail is very thorough, and it just looked like the old Justin Rose. Hey, a little shout out to his caddy Josh Cassell, and and Josh Cassell. It was was is weird, but whoever he goes to work for, they just win. He worked for Billy Horschel three or four years ago, won a couple times, right? He makes a move from there, and he goes to Berger. Berger wins a couple times. Him and Berger get in some kind of fight at Augusta, I think, last year maybe, where Berger airmailed the 18th green into the crowd, told Josh he was going to get a week off. Josh told him to go fuck himself. He ends up with Justin Rose, and they catch a win. So hats off to Josh Cassell. He's one of the best in the business, and it's you gotta so love funny. the dynamic. Just hey, you're taking a Tell week off. Go fuck, fuck yeah. yourself. No. <laughs> I'm going to somebody else. Well, that's confidence in your caddying ability, right? And, it's and true. You and you hadn't heard anything from Rosie in four years. And I'm going to give the Mark Blackburn angle a big, a big pop. And I'm going to give the Josh Cassell angle. A well, big Josh pop Cassell's too. also brothers with Sam Cassell, who he well. was a great basketball player as well. <laughs> yeah. That's not true, anybody. If you're listening, that's fake news. Sam Cassell is not Josh Cassell's brother. Just saying. Sorry. So I hate to I hate to quote Mark Immelman, but a handsome three shot win, a handsome three shot win for my favorite announcer, wow, Mark you Immelman. Just quoted um, Mark, Immelman. Mark Immelman. Wow. Okay. What a douche. You're, you're I was I was going I was listening right. to the interviews. Um I didn't fly out of there until um uh, when was I watching? I was watching him on TV because I was watching um what was I doing, Matt? Well, I'm trying Monday. to figure. Oh, I was here. It was Monday, so I was here. I was here at my brother's house on Monday, so I turned it on and started at nine o'clock. And Amanda Baloney went to the Knights of the Round Table and taught, asked them you all the questions. Gotta love what was the gonna Baloney. Happen. Amanda Baloney. I was checking her out up front again. She was giving me the big eye up in player player hospitality up there. She's staring at me, and I'm like, oh, she might have heard that I called her Amanda Baloney. Well, I do. I, yes, no, because I will tell you this: that everybody I Uh-oh. play golf with agrees. That yeah, yeah, Bobby was spot on with that analysis. Yes, yes, I <laughs> so, was spot on. Do you know what a Cincinnati Bengal is? Oh boy, <laughs> did I tell you this? No, Cincinnati Bengal, great uniform, bad helmet. 
That's Ooh. Amanda Baloney. Oh. Great uniform, bad helmet. That's solid. That's a <laughs> great analogy. Go. Yeah. Let's go down. Let, let me continue down a stellar stocked world-class Please leaderboard. Do. Ooh, there's a, there's a shot right there. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Todd, Brandon Todd and, and Brandon Wu, both, both 15 oh. and under finished T2 for a nice solid little 825,000. Yeah, your guy. Um, uh, our guy Wait, didn't you so talk Danny about Webb. Brandan Wu not that long ago on the cast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fan yeah, of his, aren't you? Yeah, well, you know, he beat Colin Marikawa at Nationals. He was a star at Stanford. He beat Colin Marikawa straight up Nationals head-to-head. So he That's got through his why. rookie year last year and played good. And one of my buddies, David Strez, is on his bag. And he's. I've been talking about he's just one of those young talents to watch. And he kind of he kind of broke through a little bit with that second-place Finished well, I last week. Yeah. watching him play with yeah. Kirk Kitayama, which Kirk Kitayama yeah. bombed it well, past him, right? But yet yeah, he, he did. didn't lose any of his tempo. He wasn't trying to yeah. hit it as far as him. He just stayed within his game. Brandon Wu, yeah. fucking Wu Tang clan. I'm you, seeing you know, the connections thing. here. There you go. Those those courses really they're really set up for a bomber. It's no coincidence. Dustin won there a couple of times. JB Holmes won there. You know, bombers have an advantage when it's not this conditions, but you get a dinker like Brendan Todd, who's just hitting fairways and greens to death and gets the pill rolling a little bit. That's, that's what happens at these courses when you get these kind of conditions. So I feel like Brendan Todd is the Amanda Balionis of the PGA tour. But he's got much smaller boobs. Well, got a good body. But, Bad face. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan Todd. I apologize. That was rude. Who, All right, who else continue. Who, okay, who else on this leaderboard? Danny McCarthy went Yahtzee on the last day, turned in 29. And that's the part of the golf course I'm telling you you can get. One through seven, you can really you – can, you, can, you, can, you can turn in seven or eight under. God, he shot 29 on the front side, didn't he? That's, he fucking that's went eight, ham, eight under. Bobby. He was you know. eight under through nine holes. No, he was seven yeah. under through nine holes, wasn't he? Yes, Am I right seven on under. That? Seven under. Turned it, yeah. But he was turned in twenty nine. He was six under through seven holes. Yeah, I mean that Easy kid was. Do. And I'm yeah. watching him, and it's because of you, you asshole, that I'm paying attention Whoa. to this guy because you're Uh-oh. like he's the greatest putter of the golf ball, and I'm he sitting is. there he watching will. him. I'm like, oh god damn, is he silky? I tried yeah, to replicate his putting stroke, and I three putted right. at least. 17 holes out of 18 the other day trying to replicate well, Danny not, McCarthy. It's that, just not my game. That, I'm not a smooth no, stroker. Was, I am a hard, Pop-less. vicious, knock it in the hole guy. I thought you were going to blame Pablo and pin position number four. Well, it was pin position number four. It is his fault. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> okay. uh, not, not a lot of other guys to talk about on that. Michael Kidd. Yeah, you know, we played nine holes with him at MPCC, and he's recently gone to Sean Foley, and he was known as a dinker. And I was reading about some speed training he did in the offseason, getting his car back. And it's funny, but he was whacking it by, he was whacking it by Troy during. It's funny, but I watch a guy like Michael Kim play nine holes, and I'm like, oh, this guy is a different player now. You know, even you don't put a lot of stock into practice rounds, but you put a little stock into it. I mean, he's not going to buy Troy, and Troy's not super, or Troy's not super long, but he's not super short. I'd say he's. He's average out there. So good for Michael Kim. He was a Cal guy, another California, another California dude, bro. And yeah, bro. Um, uh, good, good week for him. He'll shuffle up nice. Super dude. Uh, I really thought for sure, bro. Um, I really thought Keith Mitchell was going to be the guy to beat. He's got a little swagger out there. We played with him last year on Sunday, and he got off to a good start, you know. And uh, Bo Hostler was right there. He played good. Peter Melnati had a great, great week. Oh, um, Peter Melnati, that golf swing is awful. Yeah. His golf instructor should go high. Yeah, nicest, nice guy. You're sassy tonight, bro. Dude, it's just that's wow. a bad golf swing. That really is. Wow. I mean, he wow. is spraying that driver everywhere. Wow. He's doing a helicopter up top. I'm sorry, Peter Melnati. I don't know you, but man, that is tough to watch out man. there. Now, I do love the craftiness of the guy because he was getting up and down from everywhere. I mean, shit. Yeah. He did this little freaking hook up. Or, it wasn't a hook. It was a cut. But I would love wow. to say that it was a pull hook up onto the first green on the final round. Um, only, from only almost I'm a, out of bounds. 
only I'm allowed to shit on players like this, Matt. You're not yeah, allowed to true. do something <laughs> like that because Peter, Peter Nalnati, as we all know out here, is the nicest human <laughs> being on the PGA Tour, and he's so positive. And even though you can shell on his move and that kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure he can give you six aside and Mount Shadows on position four, put you up a tee, and he's kicking your ass, Matt. Fabio, I will, I will take that wager all day long. I am learning Mountain Shadows like you would not believe. I am honor caddying the shit out of that place, okay? I said say in position number four. <laughs> I might still be registered as a junior caddy out there, according to my boy Mark Wildebeest. And uh, that being said, I'm moving quickly up into the honor caddy ranks, but not okay. after my la- right. my latest attitude burst out there. So I apologize. And once again, I That's apologize okay. to the Mr. Nice Malinati out there. Just fix that driver swing, will you? Oh. Please. Thank you. Hey, I got a question for you, Matt. Yeah. Random question. We had a bet last week. God we had damn it, Bobby. Finished, You're such a goddamn... 63rd. 63rd, the Pebble Beach King. Finished 63rd. What happened out there? Well, I, I got to be honest with you. My first pick didn't make the cut. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch the last episode. Yeah. Um, but that being said, yes, no, I, I fucked up. I picked the sponsor, Jordan Speed. Sorry, poster Jordan. Child. Just say the sponsor poster child. He really was, and he plays that. He plays Pebble well. But yeah, he does. He kind of just hung around, hung around, right around that that even par. It was not not pretty. No, he's not. And, you know, I did say on last week's episode, if you go back and listen, Bobby, that that was a gimme for you. So your semen power, um, you got the win. He played very well. (laughs) I was very distraught by his semen power. It was very disturbing. I did. Beat you by 10. Did I mention that? Maybe Each he'll be 10. called big semen what is power our out there. At Waste what are we at right now? How many, how many pennies am I down right now? 50,000. I know the answer. No, it's 5,000. Yes. No, 5,000. Yeah. It's $50. <laughs> it's 5,000 pennies. Do the math, people. It's 5,000. Yeah. Hey, let's get, uh, let's get out. Get, let's get away from Pebble Beach because I'm still People's sad. open. We got to go to the people's open. Do you, have any quest- Do you have any questions about Pebble Beach? Do you have any no. questions for me? Anyone? Anyone? Not, okay, not good. I'm over it until next year. I am too. Yeah, you yeah, want to go right into the People's Open, or should we re- re- let's let's refresh the other golf that was going on? Do you want to do that yet, or do we swing right into the People's Open? Well, whatever you want, Bobby. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Corn Ferry Tour. Oh, that was huge for me. My huge God, for me. did I leave that off of the show notes on purpose? No, no I didn't. I put it on no. the top of the show it, notes after you left. It, it off. literally is the most important topic we can talk about tonight. Yes. So Bobby Sun. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, intro this, Matt. Intro this. Bobby Sun, the oldest of the clan, of the brown yes. clan. And yes. technically looks very similar to you, by the way. Yes, he Is does. he as tall as you? Yes, he is yeah. as tall as me, but I don't have that raunchy facial hair. I've been trying to get him to cut that off, and my tennis shoe game is way better than his. No, he's got facial hair that fits a caddy that caddies on the Corn Ferry Tour. Corn Ferry That's Tour, what it is. right. Yeah. Right. Which, which is class. It's all class. It's just a touch yeah. of class there. Just the scraggly kind of like, yeah. uh, it's a scraggly facial hair look. It's but man, scraggly. congrats to him. I mean, yeah, Daniel. coming in at minus three to win just a savage of a playoff golf round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just three guys, three guys in the playoff. Well, the beautiful thing is he, t- he they, they started the day like five or six back, right? Tied for 24th, and they went out before anybody and posted 400 and posted 300, and everybody else was probably feeling some pressure. I know, obviously, when 300 wins a golf tournament on the Corn Ferry Tour, I should tell you that they're playing a, I, excuse me, wouldn't say U.S. Open-style golf course, but a hard golf course, right? You so know what it was, it. though, Bobby? It was the Tom Brady, Nick Saban, motivational speeches that you you've been it. giving your son. And my you God, did it. that rub off of Pearson Cootie because yeah. I bet you your son went in and hopefully we get to talk to him soon. Probably went yes. in and goes, hey, Pearson, listen, man, we're going to go out there. We're going to go and throw in a low number and everybody's going to try to chase him. They're going to shit their pants. Let's go ahead yeah. and get ourselves a goddamn golf tournament today. What do you say? And, and I bet you he said, God damn it, I am motivated as shit. Let's go win this thing. Yes. And sure enough, what they do end up in a he playoff. Yeah. And then once you're in a playoff in that mindset, you're dominating yeah. that 
fucking piece of shit next to you. You're just like, <laughs> I am murdering you. I am going to take a knife to your throat, and I'm going to step on it. Does anybody feel like we have a crowd that's watching that tonight? <laughs> I don't know who the 47 people you got in there, but they got to be kind of getting a kick out of it. This is a split personality, Matt, that I don't even know right now. Let's just say, let's just say this. He stiffs it to a foot in a playoff, and you've got to have that attitude in a playoff, right, Matt? You go for broke. There's, Wait you a second. Nothing he to stopped it to a foot? To a foot. Yeah. He did like a mid-iron into a foot. It was a beautiful shot. Wins a three-way playoff. Wins a three-way playoff. And the purses went up this year. So Junior just had a nice little hit run for like, I don't want to, well, it doesn't take too hard to figure out. 180000 to the winner. So that's eighteen grand plus fees for, for the kids. So a nice little 20 grand hit and run. Here's a nice little side note too. <laughs> Earlier in the week, Junior texts me and the text says, Dad. I just maxed out all my credit cards on these coming Airbnbs. Can you? And I didn't even let him finish the sentence before I sent the Zelle out. Now, the big question is, will I get that Zelle back when that money hits his account? And I'm sure it's already in the account. I'm waiting. Because you never ask your kids. No. Yeah, you never ask your kids. That's a night out for him. You just just paid for a hell of a night. Yeah, well, I hear they have hell of a nights in Panama at some place called the Scar Bar. And I don't think they're selling cigars. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. Daniel's Sorry, Daniel. coming on next week. Daniel's coming on next week, next Tuesday. We're well, going to get a poll. After he hears this episode, I'm not sure he will. <laughs> he's coming on. He's in the hole to me. He owes me. No, he's been waiting to come on. But remember, this was our master plan to bring him on after he caught after a, win. a win. And he's got, you think I got stories. I'm sure he has some unbelievable stories from the Corn Ferry Tour. And he's probably going to talk about his struggles, how he helps five or six players get to the PGA Tour. And then they just dump him like a bad habit. So hopefully this is the... This is the one that sticks. A little side note to that guy I've been raving about, the second coming of Dustin Johnson, Carter Jenkins, finished rookie year, finished tied for eight. Bogeyed his last two coming in, 17 and 18, missed a playoff by, to miss a playoff by a shot. Well, he finished it even. He missed by three. But but another another one from Carter Jenkins. Carter Jenkins. And, uh, did, you know that Liv Gol- did you know there was a live golf tournament last week masquerading under the Asian tour? Yeah, I did. My dad, actually, who is not a golf fan, but he listens to the podcast, and we're over right. there Sunday night having dinner, and he goes, "Matt, live golf started up." <laughs> I go, "No." <laughs> well, yeah, He's like, uh, I, "I saw it started." <laughs> I'm like, "Dad, that's the Asian tour." <laughs> I was like, "They bought yeah. them. It's in like an, a weird relationship there, but it's not live golf because it's not a team event." I like it was tough for me to try to explain to him that this was not a live golf event as a non-golf right. fan. He's like trying to like, you know, be in front understand. of this stuff and, and understand well, and like let me, let me be say up to this. speed. L- let me tell Mr. Cook this. It was a live it was an Asian tour event masquerading. Wait, it was a live event masquerading as an Asian tour event. There you go. Because Dan, we know they all that? played in it. Every single one of those live guys got paid extra money to go and play there. And Abe answer, Abe answer wins by a few. And you remember I was telling you, every, everybody's like, oh, Abe answer, Abe answer. Remember I told you after he won that WGC in Memphis a couple of years ago, that he showed up at San Antonio and he had a real bad back. And I was saying that all during live that, that I'm like, he's not the same Abe answer. He should be in the mix in these tournaments. And obviously he is very healthy because I think he won well, by three you, shots, 18 or 19 under. Do you know where Abraham answer was today there, Bobby? Um, the Modelo Tequila Factory. Exactly. You got it. You figured it out. You son of a bitch. How do you know that? That wasn't in the show notes. No, is it true? I knew he figured yeah. it. No, he, he yeah, hit the nail on the head. I don't know if it's Modelo. He's he's not Modelo. He's somewhere else. He's he's some other tequila that is one he, of his. He big was sponsors. pounding yeah. a lot of tequila today, but of course he was. He's yeah. fucking Mexicano, bro. Those jalapenos can drink some fucking tequila. <laughs> I, on the other hand, smell it and immediately fucking throw up on the person next to me. Never got laid when I was drinking tequila. Go figure. Oh uh, well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Teach their own, Bobby. <laughs> Teach their own. Cam Young took the quick. Cam Young got a nice million dollars to go over there and play, and he he finished second. We played the backside with him today he looks good cam young looks good really really good well he's gonna and, be going to live golf soon most yeah. likely well no i'll tell you what the deal is I'll tell, well we can't go there yet but we'll just run down this leaderboard it's all a okay. bunch of live guys right it's all a bunch of live guys i, I mean, mean it's cam basically live the live guys. golf tour and then a bunch yeah. of asian guys 
Paul Casey, fifth, Leishman, Mito Pereira, Andy Ogletree, all top 10, uh, Joaquin Neiman, Matt Wolf, top 10, um, Patrick Reed, T25. <gasps> the fat ass Pez Perez watches on for a solid T53. Way to go, Pat. I oh, looked it up. Solid Nin- work there, Pat. Well $19,146. Way to go, Pat. Hey, that hell, of a, hell, hell of a four rounds. God, he's a baller, man. He can't. He's just so good. He's I think we need to set up it. a death match between me and Pat Perez. Out of Mountain Shadows. No, Bobby. Listen, I got God, this he's, one. He's, he's too big time for you. Let's talk about the missed cuts from the live. Phil Mickelson, you heard of him? Cam Smith, Bubba Watson, well, Eugenio Chikara, Carlos is, Ortiz, Kevin Na, pathetic. Is pathetic. Phil Mickelson still alive? Because I thought I saw a yeah. skeleton version of him on Instagram the other day. He looked like he I was know. a skeleton that was kept alive, stuffed by the Saudis, and then it's like a talking head that's from Universal Studios. It's right. really weird. It's like a bunch of I teeth. Yeah, yep, yep. He doesn't look the same. Remember, he looked at, no, he looked at like all. the homeless guy. He looked like the homeless guy last year with the beard when all this shit was over with, and now he's now he's back all skinny, getting all sassy on social media. Yeah, but you know, he's lost all that, of his facial like definition. He yeah, looks like a skeleton. I know. It's awful. God, I hope he's not. I hope he's not sick. That's the only thing I hope because he's still too. one of the. Yeah. Hey, they're they're playing another live event masquerading as an Asian tour event over there. It's called the Orman or something in in Saudi Arabia, and you get the Kepka the Kepka brothers, Mito Neiman. Um, Mito's playing Neiman, Kokrak, Sergio, Matt Jones. They're all in there except for Dustin, but we're going to save our little Dustin Johnson WD for the end of the show, aren't we, Matt? Because I, it's good. I love that idea. It's so good. It's just so good. We, Matt, did you hear me? We it's got, so good. We, we, okay. we got to get into the People's Open quick. We're running out of time. Okay, go. Go. So go. People's oh, yeah, you're Open, on a budget over there. We've yeah. got an elevated purse. That is really bringing in the big dogs here, Bobby. I actually heard it firsthand that several guys skipped Pebble because of the elevated person because they didn't want to have to be traveling multiple Mm -hmm. weeks in a row before the waste management open. And then, of course, you got Riv Mm -hmm. the week after. So a lot of guys decided to skip Pebble because of the pro-am aspect to it. A lot of guys looked at the weather forecast and were like, yeah, that's peace out. So very, very weak field at uh, Pebble due to the waste management open and the people's open, as we like to refer to it as just dominating, not only stilettos and skirts falling down Bermuda grass, but also the fact that the 16th hole is going to be a goddamn debacle yet again. It's bigger than ever. And 17 and 18 have even more stands than the previous years. So we're getting to a point to where almost every hole on the back nine is just stadium. Yeah. So you're going yep. from one stadium to the next. You're going from Fenway down to Yankee Stadium as you go yep. from 16 to 17 to 18. I mean, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be a blast it's exciting. out there. It's exciting for sure. Golf course is in good shape. You can I can tell you guys had a tough winter out here uh, because there's not a lot of rough. The greens are are really super duper firm. So we'll see what the we'll see what the scoring's like. I mean. Come on, last year in this tournament, Scheffler and Cantlay had that epic playoff at 16 under, and then there were two guys that shot back. Listen to these names. Xander, Saeed Begala at 15. Billy Horschel, my boy Alex Norin, slash your boy, 14 under. Um, Justin Thomas, Hideki, 13 under. John Rahm, Matt Fitzpatrick, Keith Mitchell, 12 under. Just stacked with talent, and it's a better field this year. The big fellas here, Rory McIlroy. Go through the big ones. We got Cantley, Finau, Fitzpatrick, Jeez. Fleetwood, Fowler. I mean, we Jeez. got we got Big Dick Rick, and we're not even a quarter of the way through. Jeez. So we've got Hovland, we've got Sungjae, we've got Siwoo. So we got Korea, South Korea, fucking covered Tom there. Kim. We yeah. got Tommy yeah. Kim, we got Matsuyama, we got McElroy, we got Troy Merritt, we got Morikawa, <laughs> we got Rom, we got Sander, we got Scheffler, we got Spieth, we got Thigala, we got JT out there, Justin Thomas. Gary Woodland, a good old Woodland fade in there for the boys. Yep. And then Cam Young. I mean, this God. is a stack goddamn field, Bobby. What a field. I know. Holy God, shit. I, you just There's some outliers my, in there, too. I love it. You just crushed my dreams of a top 20. <laughs> <laughs> I think we finished 38th here last year and had a little drama on Saturday and a couple holes. But I... 
I'm hoping, you know, he looked pretty good today. He drove a good today. His coach is with him. So we're just going to keep, we're just going to keep, we're just going to keep fighting. But this is, Matt, you, you forgot the most important part about this mm, whole deal. What did I forget? 20, $20 million purse. Did Our I just hear like a $20 million, million dollar purse? Do you want me to put that into player caddy terms? What that means is the winning player gets $3.7 million. What's 10% of that for the winning caddy? Uh, I'll tell you what it is. 370000 it's, nice it's a nice down payment on a nice little condo over here in Desert Ridge is what it is. 370 large for the winning caddy. Bobby, Please, would you, God, be, let would it be, you be moving to the, to the desert in the ridge <laughs> if uh, you end up getting that first prize? Are you going to be my neighbor? <laughs> Are we, we going there? Only if I can drive fast enough to get by Uncle Sam, and I don't see that happening anytime in the near yeah, future. Let's no, put no, it that they, way. They, they always win. They always win. <laughs> they, uh, they always win. No. 200 was the cut last year, so you got to play – you got to golf your ball around here. And now we're at that exciting part of the show where the alternates, we, notable alternates. Yeah. Oh, notable <laughs> alternates. I know something about that. Go so ahead. we got SH Kim that you love. So yes. let me ask you a very yeah. serious question. Is your boy here, yeah. Micah? No, they're not here because there's already been two WDs and this field is already, uh, how do I, I, I say this? This field is already overfilled to capacity from guys that have status out here, which means I'll use oh, an example. Mike it's, is it's, not it's out a, here. Mike is no, no alternates will get in. They have to get five or six more WDs to get down to where an alternate would get in. It's a weird thing, but let's just say if it's a 120 man field and you have 128 guys that, are, have have qualified for this tournament you go uh you you know they're eight over what they're supposed to be what their max is so you have to have eight wds before micah would get in but good news for micah they got a spot they got a sponsor's exemption in tigers tournament next week so they got that going for them which is nice <laughs> which is nice <laughs> Gunga, galunga okay uh moving moving beyond that we've got Dur- <laughs> dean burmeister which you love you love a good yeah. dean burmeister yeah he's also yeah, I on, do. The, on the alternate list so apparently he's not going to get any mustard anymore. onions and pickles only with my burmeister go ahead yeah, that's fair um but you already talked about the course let's get yeah. into the penny bat i mean let's let's get into the yeah. since it's the people's open Let's get into yeah. the people segment here, which is Bobby okay. versus Matt. Bobby gets to pick yes. first because guess yes. what? Bobby won yes. last week, which is a rarity. Yes. Okay. So if it you is. have been paying attention, Bobby never wins these fucking things. Never. But never. every once in a blue moon, I throw Bobby a gimme. Last week was a gimme. So Bobby, why don't you go ahead and put forward your pick for the people's I, I, open? I, I, I can't, I, Matt. Can you go first? Because I can't pick out of three guys. Fuck I got to no. narrow down to three guys. No, absolutely not. I, I got to narrow down to three guys. No. <laughs> You're going first. Narrow down to three guys. You're going okay, first. Okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna Throw go like it out this. There. Alex Noren. No curveball. Alex Noren. He finished third last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you had three picks and you fucking decided to go with Alex Norin. Oh, you're. Did you see now, what I did? Yeah, you're trying to be savage like to I me because. No, I wrote, I wrote him down on a piece of paper and I pointed. And when I opened my eyes, right. it was on Alex Norin. Oh, I'm so not you're leaving you it my to chance. I, yeah, this is I mean, what made you such a great I horse had two gambler. other guys. I, yeah, right. That's why you're a beard. Um, uh, I had two other people that I really liked, and let's see. I'm not going to reveal that until after you pick. Okay. But you could pick thirty guys that would be in front of my guy. No, Alex Norton. I got a feeling. Well, here's the thing. You went with a crafty pick of Alex Norton, and I applaud you for that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank so you very much. I am going with a Scottsdale favorite. Some oh. people refer to him as Ricky the Rapist because he had that mustache for a, rock, a while. Oh my but god! I'm, I'm going with Big Dick Rick. He's got his wow. golf swing back, and Big Dick Rick oh, is going to wow. be swinging that shaft all around oh, out wow. there at Scottsdale. He's going to be seeing wow. these bimbos just falling down. God damn, in stilettos. Wow. I am pumped about wow. Big Dick Rick this week. Big Dick Rick wow. is bringing it fucking hard this week at Scottsdale <laughs> at the People's Open. So that's my pick. I feel, vi- I feel violated after listening to all of that. 
honestly. Dude, so but does everybody when Big Dick Rick gets done with the golf round at DGZ Scottsdale. I like my pick over Big Shillelagh Rick. I can tell you that much. I like Alex <laughs> Norton. You know, I really like Saith the Galler, and I saw Cameron Young fresh off of those off were your other two just, and you pointed yeah, to and alex norton i know <laughs> right but cameron young's never played here but oh, he looked 10. like he shot 26 on the backside to me today and he's i just wonder if the jet lag from saudi's gonna get him because he was telling me he was telling me he flew in at four o'clock yesterday afternoon he's running on fumes but that didn't stop him from fucking carrying at 3 30 blindfolded and beat alex norton this week Wow, wow, that's harsh. But we'll see how the cards fall there, Ricky. No, Alex Gordon is a solid player. You yeah. proved it to me in the stats. Yeah, it's I know. true. It's you true. did. You did. It's true. I what had no idea that he finished third last year, so that's that's yeah. that. All right, yeah, Bobby. There you go. Guess what? Yes. Favorite what? segment time, live golf. What latest. is it? Go. Yeah, go. go. So go. Dustin Johnson yes. withdraws from the first event with a back mm-hmm. injury. The question so. is... Is this Go. a serious injury, or was he like, well, our Saudis bought this Asian tour, we had to use me for marketing, and then, yeah, I'm just going to have a yeah. back injury that week. Well, I'm going to say that when the news broke that he hurt his back, uh, red flag always goes up to me personally. But I, I believe it this time. I thought maybe he tweaked his back or something like that. Like but the Masters? I... But I cannot mention any, like the Masters, but I cannot mention any names on where this comes from. But I spent about three hours with a certain someone that was over in Saudi. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Give me the juice. Mr. Dustin Johnson was on some boat with a bunch of other players. And I know you're not allowed to have alcohol. They had to do it on a boat. And I guess they got to really drinking and DJ got real this is this is news nobody else has dj this is real news nobody else has it we are Breaking the only ones that know news. that other than all the players and caddies that were in that field and he got so fucked up he started wrestling with somebody on the boat and he embarrassed himself and i think got thrown down on the ground really hard and hurt his back from oh, drinking so again this, this is a real back injury Kind of like him yeah, falling well, down the stairs after a situation. Yeah, but it's, it's funny if you go to, to Mrs. Wonderful's Instagram, Pauline and Gretzky, they all just landed, including Dustin, uh, safely in Aspen, Colorado. Oh, <laughs> so he's going to be skiing this week. Shocker. I mean, he loves skiing those rails. So yeah. that's going to be fantastic. Good for him. God damn it. What a legend yeah. he is. He just fucking yeah, bounced. No I mean, yes, every once in a while. You tend to get into a wrestling match to where when you're wrestling yes. a bear, when you, you're yeah. gonna lose fireball DJ. Is, fireball is bad. I got some other I got some other live gossip going down oh, from this guy that was there it. for the Saudi too. So check this out. So apparently there's a story going around that when Dustin originally signed his contract with his agent, David Winkle, it was for 12 events maximum, right? And this new schedule has 14. So apparently the Dustin Johnston camp is not happy about that and they're trying to go in for more money. As if $150 million in the $37 not million enough, he made last year was not enough. So Paulina's they are playing nuts. They're playing the greed card. And this certain someone that was in that field over there at Saudi that's giving me all this information said that their player that they were there with, I can't mention any names, it's not going to be too hard for somebody to research and figure out, but that their player who went over there and got a bunch of money to go and played pretty good said that it was his first time to see all this live what he would call chaos and circus up front and he says there is some serious tension among all these captains like Kepka was talking shit about Mickelson all week talking shit about Dustin getting all fucked up and embarrassing himself on the boat I guess apparently they released all the names of the, the reworked names of these teams today and everything but nobody really knows yet who's on the last team or who's on the fill on spots on team so he's so this this play, this person who gave me this information said it is an absolute shit show over there right now. And can I admit something that I'm wrong about? Ooh. Okay, I'm going to admit something that I'm right about and something that I'm wrong about. Ready for the right part? I'm going to start off with I'm the good part. I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. Mickelson is retiring after this contract's up, whether it's this year or next year. Oh, and Cantley is not. Is officially off the market. But wow. now, but now... This player that I'm talking about that I almost picked for my pick this week and played really good in Saturday last week, if they hit his number, and his number is supposed to be right around $100 million, if they hit his number, he is supposed to move into that can't-lay spot of taking over the Mickelson team. Can't reveal the name. 
other person, but he's Ooh. playing this week and he just played in Saudi. So that narrows it down to three. But so you just out. gave our live golf Aubrey insider, Hint. good old yeah. Kevin out there who loves to yeah. comment on our videos. That's Kev. one of those Saudi guys. Kev. He now is going to take this back to the king, Craig Norman. He's going to let him okay. know. hundred million gets oh. this deal done. He's going to yeah. know who you're talking yeah. about. And by the yeah, way, he loves you, Bobby. He does love you. Yeah. He just yes, hates he me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm entertaining. Don't ever you forget are, it. You are hey, goddamn entertaining. Another, Thank God. another You're the rock thing, of this show. Listen to this. Listen to this. Another thing that I read today was that that guy who, the big president or whatever, the guy that resigned. So there was a court, there was a court thing today. And Correct. the live attorney said that they made zero dollars of revenue this last year and the and it came out in the court documents that they spent 784 million dollars to put on all these tournaments that does not include players contracts or guarantee or or guarantees 784 million they spent man they didn't get one penny back in return how long can this last I, well, and that's what this, well here's the thing this was exactly last? what i've been saying for the past fucking four weeks as soon as executives start jumping ship, you know something's fucking wrong. You also yeah. had McKinsey, which all those reports start, started coming out about their entire consulting plan for Live Golf and the fact that they weren't, didn't meet any yeah. of the benchmarks whatsoever. None. That it's like Zero. the caveat is if you have a lot of money, which the Saudis yeah. do through yeah. oil and so forth, that they can keep this thing going as long as they want. As long as yeah. they love losing money. I don't understand the angle to it, but that's something I may never understand. Our boy Kevin I out mean, there in the comments definitely understands what the Saudis really want out there. And we're going to have to rely on Kevin. Kevin, come back to us in the YouTube comments. Please down. let us know, Kevin, that uh, let us know what the game plan is for your clan over there in live golf yeah. okay because we yeah. want to know we we need the inside scoop kevin but that being said bobby this is what i've been talking about they yeah. didn't make any money last year they dumped in no i mean it sounds like now about 1.5 uh, well it was 700 but well, then you add in the player but, contracts and everything okay so You're look looking at this look at, at 1.5 billion dollars well of you could it's well you could i looked at it like the 784 million dollars and let's say that Lefty gets two hundred million. Dustin one hundred and fifty. Brooks, Deshambo one hundred and twenty-five each. Yeah. What do you come up with? Three hundred and fifty-four, seventy-five. Well, you got to keep million. going down break, the list, though. Yeah, keep going down the list, but break down one point five million per year or bill at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what if they spend seven hundred and eighty-five million next year? It's going to be more because there's more venues, right? Oh, there's yeah, more no. tournaments. That this. was actually, yeah. I want to say it was the Wall Street Journal that reported that their expenses this year are supposed to be north of $1.5 billion. Oh, oh my God. How long? How many billions did you say those Saudis are worth? Oh, they like it's Like, it's stupid. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So that Saudi so, fund that they're coming yeah. at, the PIF, that yeah. thing is... Don't yeah, they make billions, billions, yeah. dollars, billions of I mean, dollars it's a day? All oil. I mean, they're making a shit ton from the United States yeah. government and just gotcha. oil alone. So gotcha. that, that to me is the one caveat to where I'm like, if they want this thing to exist, it's going to exist. Yeah. Yeah. If they do. But at Big If, this player that went over there and played says, all, it's, not, it's not all it's cut out to be. And he's we a little, need a goddamn a Netflix skeptical. documentary on that. We do not oh need God. these guys leaving for live and it being all about these PGA Tour guys. I did jump on a Twitter spaces, by the way, for Netflix and the PGA Tour. And they were talking all about the inner workings of all of this. Do you know that Rory didn't sign up initially? That it actually took a few recordings of other players to then all uh -huh. of a sudden Rory got a little jealous. It was like, oh, I need to be a part of this. And so then they uh -huh. worked out the deal with Rory after the fact to get him into the documentary. You, that was interesting you, to me. Do you think, do you think, or it could be this angle that maybe Jay Monahan and company maybe put the squeeze on Rory pro PGA when this battle was going over to, oh, I love him your conspiracy the show, theory right? there. That's a great conspiracy that's, theory. That's all, a good angle. All the people are agreeing with you on this one. Yeah. 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 You sure. can't that's see all the angle. people, but all the people but, are agreeing with you right now. <laughs> they are like 100%. I, I'm yeah. thinking it's potentially a conspiracy theory of no. Bobby, but 
Uncle, uh, that being Jay, said, Uncle Jay put the squeeze on him. Go ahead. You got anything else on this? I mean, uh, the only other piece of live golf news that I have is that there is a new, and this might have been kind of under the radar for everybody, but there is a new one-year ban for any non-PGA Tour oh, yeah. member who plays an event on the live golf league. Yeah, yeah, I read that. I also read that too, and I'm not, I'm not surprised at that at all. Not at all. I'm know? not either. That that one seems a little petty, though. Yeah, who knows where this thing's going to go in the next year or two? I know what I'm thinking. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking good night, Irene. I was going to go, sweet Caroline. <laughs> Bobby, it was a goddamn pleasure. I wish you were here in person. I'd give you a I'm goddamn sorry. hug. But I miss you. I can't wait to see uh, you this week. I will see you okay. potentially tomorrow. Are you going to be out there tomorrow? Yeah. Well, see, well, let's just talk about it while we're live. I, Matt, you got tickets for for Wednesday and four for Thursday, right? I'm going to leave them because I don't know if I'm going to talk to you. Wait, I said Friday, tonight. too. Did you not pick me up Friday tickets? Oh, oh, we've had some Bobby. serious miscommunication oh, this week. Oh, dear you Lord. Me and you are Matt, like a married couple that uh, is not communicating wait, properly. Matt, Matt, of the six Friday tickets I have in my backpack, none of them were spoken for. I got you every day you want to go, except oh Saturday God. on those Saturdays. I yeah, just need I four. You. I just need four on Friday. Yeah. That's fine. Saturday, so Sunday, when, I'm gold. I've, I've got that taken so, care of through, by the way, our social media yeah. guy. Yeah, Brad Friedman, ladies and gentlemen, Brad Friedman. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> hey, Brad. He's here. Say hi to Brad. How's hey, Brad. The fam- how's the family, Brad? How's the hey, family? Um, <laughs> am I going to leave these tickets under your name? No, under my name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Am yeah. I going to leave these tickets under oh, your name? Yeah, Not yeah. No, no, okay. no. It, it's going to go right. under... Uh, <laughs> Matt Cook. Just, yeah, no, I was, was going to say semen power, but that's okay. Uh, Matt yeah, Cook's fun. Matt Cook. All right, Bobby. Okay. It was a goddamn pleasure you, I'll, tonight. I'll text you in the morning, buddy. All Thanks right, for squeezing me in, man. I appreciate it. Hey, See you, buddy. My pleasure. Later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Season 2 of the Pull Hook Golf Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and go to www.pullhookgolf.com for more information.